All rise. The hand and leg manacles hampered eleven-year-old York Fallon, and his attorney had to help him stand. Next to him, Cracky, Ten-Ten, and their attorney stood as well. It bothered York that the older boys looked frightened. As the judge entered the courtroom, York tried to look sorrowful and repentant. He was counting on the judge being too soft-hearted to throw the book at a poor little boy raised by foster parents, and he'd practiced looking pitiable. The judge sat down behind the bench, then shuffled a small sheaf of papers for a second before looking at Cracky, Ten-Ten, and York. When he spoke, his voice sounded hard and unyielding. Charles Toke, Robert Tenorin, and York Ballon. The three of you made a conscious decision to steal a woman's purse. And when she resisted you, you, Charles Toke, struck her over the head with a still unidentified blunt object. She died of that wound, and a jury of your peers has found you guilty of felony murder, a capital offense. Mr. Tenorin and Mr. Ballon, that you did not personally strike the blow does not lessen your culpability in the matter. From the moment Cracky whacked that woman over the head, York knew what a mistake it had been to listen to the two older boys. Easy money, they'd said. Nobody gets hurt. You just gotta be lookout. I've considered your sentences carefully. Mr. Ballon, while you have not been before this court as repeatedly as Mr. Toke and Mr. Tenorin, you have appeared here twice for shoplifting and petty theft. So I'm not gonna waste time with long explanations. It is my responsibility to ensure that predators like you three are not free to victimize the law-abiding public. Mr. Toke, I sentence you to death in a low-gravity gallows. May whatever God you honor have mercy on your soul. Cracky leaned forward on the table in front of him and started crying, big gulping sobs, tears streaming down his cheeks, snot flowing freely from his nose. Mr. Tenorin, I sentence you to death in a low-gravity gallows. May whatever God you honor have mercy on your soul. Ten-Ten shouted. You can't do that. I didn't hit her. Silence, the judge snapped. Be silent or I'll have the bailiffs restrain you. He looked at York. Mr. Ballon, like your two friends, I consider you nothing more than a set of genes that need to be removed from our gene pool. Because of your age, the law won't allow me to give you a death sentence. But I can still put you away where you can never harm anyone again. York's stomach muscles tightened. This wasn't going to be good. The judge shuffled the papers again, then carefully read from them. I sentence you to life without parole and hard labor on a prison mining asteroid, the location of which will be determined by the penal system. But I didn't kill her, York said. I, I just wanted— Shut up, the judge barked. There'll be no more discussion of the matter. He stood, turned, and marched out of the courtroom. Two bailiffs descended on York and almost picked him up by his arms as they hustled him through a side door and out of the room. His feet barely touched the floor as they half-carried him to an elevator, then down to the basement level. At the end of a long corridor, they stopped at a metal door and nodded to another bailiff, seated behind a glass partition.
He did something, and the metal door slid aside to reveal a hallway with more metal doors on either side, each with a large number stenciled on it. One of the bailiffs holding him said, He's a miner, so we gotta put him alone. The metallic-sounding voice came from the speaker above them. Put him in three. As they marched him down the hallway, the second door on the right slid aside with the clatter of steel gears. The cell had two bunks folded up against one wall. One of the bailiffs pulled the lower one down, and they sat York on it, then removed the manacles. Then both guards backed out of the cell without saying a word, and the door clanked shut. York had been counting on the fact that the judge couldn't give an eleven-year-old boy the death penalty, but for all intents and purposes, he'd done just that. York knew he wouldn't last a year on a mining asteroid.